Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Sid Parikh. Sid is a second-year student in our full-time MBA class of 2024, and he and I recently connected to talk more about his background, how he decided to pursue an MBA, what led him to Darden, as well as some of the clubs and organizations he's involved with as a second-year student, specifically the Consulting Club and the Community Consultants of Darden. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's my interview with Sid Parikh. Sid, welcome to the podcast. Brett, thank you so much for having me. How are you today? I'm doing well. How about you? How are you doing? I'm great. I'm back in Charlottesville. Um, really glad to be back. We are going through a bit of a hot spell, but um, still glad to be back. Yeah, how's your second year going so far? It's a fast start, I know. It is a fast start, um, but I was really looking forward to being back over the summer and everything is just as good as I imagined or even better. In fact, Uh, you know, they say second year, best year, uh, but TBD on whether it really is. So it's so great to have you here uh, on the podcast. You shared as you were doing your research uh, for business school that you actually were a podcast listener. Um, So great to have you here today. So tell us a little bit more about about your background. What did you do before coming to Darden? Sure. Um, I was born and raised in Mumbai in India, so I lived and worked there most of my life. Um, I worked across a couple of different industries in corporate strategy, operations, and business development roles, and sort of moved it as an entrepreneur as well. So I've done a wide variety of things, and I decided that I was already touching so many aspects of a business that I now wanted to get some firm frameworks and you know methodologies uh, and things like that behind the things that I was doing. So I decided to come to business school and that really attracted me because of the strong academic focus because that would give me what I was looking for. I'd been out of school a while, so I really appreciated the primer that Darden gave us in Corp. And where's home for you originally? Originally home is Mumbai in India. So not like Charlottesville, Virginia, but um, I realize I've been in a big city most of my life before Darden and probably will be in one after business school. So I thought this would be a great change of pace and a great way to spend two years of my life. Had you spent much time in the U.S. before coming to Charlottesville for business school? I had not. I moved here directly for business school. So a little bit of an adjustment. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about what that process was like. I mean, we have listeners who live outside the U.S. are thinking about that journey themselves. And um, how did you navigate it? What was it like to come to Charlottesville uh, as, a, as a business school student spending time in the U.S. really kind of for the first time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, things like this, things like the podcast were really um, instrumental in sort of getting an understanding of what it is like to be at Darden, what it's like to be at Charlottesville, as well as, um, you know, the admissions events that you sort of, I've, I've seen you on a few of them as well, Brad, um, gave me a good idea of what to expect. But what really welcomed me the most was the people, the, the Darden community, the people that I was in touch with really looked out for, for all of us who were transitioning from so far away and made sure that our transition was as comfortable as possible, whether it's just, you know, like, um, helping us out with logistics when it comes to moving here, um, talking about, you know, visa applications and stuff like that. It was just the people at Darden who made this a lot, lot easier. 
All right. So you come to Darden, you're a brand new first year student in the MBA program. And what was your, what were the early months of your first year like? Well, um, a lot of people tell you that the first few months is like drinking from a fire hose. And I can attest to that, that that is exactly right. Uh, there's just so much going on. Uh, so many things, so many uh, things that pull on your time, but it really teaches you really quickly to prioritize what's important to you because uh, you quickly realize that you just can't do it all. Uh, believe me, I tried and that did not go well. But uh, what it really was, was a lesson in prioritization. And that has really helped me be a more organized and better person and even a better employee over the summer. So I just, uh, I'm really grateful for that experience. How did you develop your list of priorities? Um, those things that you said, this is really where I want to put my energy. Yeah, I actually took um, a weekend off in the middle of core. Uh, you know, I decided not to go to any uh, darn social events. Uh, a lot of things were happening with my classmates. And I just focused on myself and uh, figured out that I need to figure out what's important to me. And, uh, you know, sort of refocus my goals. I wrote some things out in a few sticky notes and stuck them behind my desk. Um, and that sort of helped me prioritize, okay, this is what I'm looking for now. And it's all, it's, it all ebbs and flows because like some weeks you're focused um, on adjusting to Charlottesville. Some weeks you're focused on academics and recruiting kicks off. So your focus shifts a little bit and then you have some downtime. So it's all very um, fluid, so as to speak. But uh, really just focusing on myself helped me figure out what I needed to do. All right. So you settle in, it sounds like. You find your rhythm as a first-year student. Um, how did you figure out what you wanted to do career-wise? Uh, was that something that you came to Darden knowing uh, this is exactly what I want to do? Or is that something that evolved during the course of your first year? Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting interesting point. Because I had worked across a number of different industries. Um, I came in thinking that what is the career path that can help me transition to a role where I can still apply all of those things while creating a more amplified, broader impact. And uh, what I realized is that management consulting is one of those career paths. So I decided to pursue that um, when I came into Darden. And uh, Darden has a fantastic pipeline infrastructure and setup for people who are considering this career path. So uh, it was just kind of, uh, you know, trust the process uh, from then on, and it all worked out great. How did you spend your first year summer? Uh, where were you? I was in Dallas, Texas, so a little bit hotter than here, but um, doing management consulting with the Boston Consulting Group. All right. And so uh, you're now back here as a second year student. You mentioned uh, second year, potentially best year. So um, still under evaluation for you. Um, but what are some of the things that you're involved with? And we know from conversations here on the podcast that in the second year, students really get involved with clubs and organizations, take on leadership roles. Obviously, that's part, you know, being involved with clubs and organizations, part of the first year experience, too. But from the leadership standpoint, big part of the second year experience here. Yeah, and that's I got a little bit of taste of that when I was involved with the first year student admissions committee. Um, so really figuring out how it is to work with the administration with Darden admissions to 
make sure the students have a great experience when they come to Darden. But uh, second year is really when it kicked off. So uh, there's a couple of different clubs that I'm on the boards of, uh, which are really important to me. The first one is the consulting club for which I'm the VP, co-VP of education with Allison, who's also on this podcast uh, a few episodes ago. And uh, the other one is the community consultants of Darden, which is a really interesting uh, program where Darden students, first years and second years, form consulting teams to consult and help local Charlottesville businesses and nonprofits to solve, you know, their thorniest problems. And I was a part of that first year as a team member, and I really enjoyed the experience. I was hoping to give back this year as a board member. I want to talk a little bit about the consultant club here, and of course, the community consultants of Darden as well, but uh, the consultant club, do you do the same thing every year? Is it sort of, okay, this is the process that we have, and we just, we're going to keep this running, or do boards have a chance to come and put their own spin on things? Yeah, uh, it's just that uh, we have to respond to changes in the market and the changes that the firms are making in their recruiting process. Um, COVID obviously was a big shock that changed a lot of things. Uh, but even since then, there have been subtle shift towards uh, certain trends in the industry, which we have to adapt for and make sure that our students are just as well prepared as they were a few years ago. Uh, but it is a fairly structured recruiting process. Um, a lot of firms come to grounds. They give you multiple touch points to engage on. And then um, sort of from there, the club helps you navigate all the different stages that go into your recruiting journey, at least until January when you typically interview for consulting firms. Can you give us an example of some of those trends? You mentioned that there have been some changes beyond just COVID, um, but anything that you would want to highlight here? I'm sure we have some listeners who are curious about the consulting recruiting process. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, there uh, are a couple of things that I can highlight. The first one is that a lot of consulting firms who should typically recruit only you know, generalists from a business school because Darden's typically a general management program. Uh, there are some firms which have now started recruiting by practice areas. So they look for certain specific backgrounds and you can typically align to those practice areas early on in your career as opposed to bouncing about a little bit. Uh, so that's a new trend that we've been seeing uh, coming in. And uh, the other, other trend that we have been seeing quite frequently is um, in, in the interview process, like typically firms had like, you know, multiple different rounds, used to fly out to offices, um, but now it's more like, it's more intense, compressed, uh, and you know, you might have like three or four different case interviews back to back, so you're sitting in front of a screen for four or five hours. So prepping students for that is slightly different than, uh, you know, in-person interviews as well. How do you keep up with these trends? Is it just word of mouth of what you experience, passing that on to it? Or is there, are you working with the career team to kind of keep track of? I'm curious. All of that, Brett. Um, our career center here uh, does a fantastic job of engaging with the firms and making sure that the information that we have is up to date uh, and disseminating it to the students at the right times to make sure that they're prepared. So uh, it's all a bit of that, but given that Darden alumni are so widely spread in this industry, we definitely get a lot of input from them as well as to how things are looking. All right. You mentioned the community consultants of Darden. What attracted you to this organization? Um, why, why be on this board? I mean, you only have so much time. So uh, why this particular organization? 
Yeah, that is that is a very fair question. But I really enjoyed my experience working as a team member last year in this club. So I worked on a local brewery, Proranara, if you're familiar, Brad, um, on a geographical expansion plan. So we were a team of six people working on three different work streams about, you know, do they have the right kind of market where they're looking to expand? Do they are do they have the internal capabilities? that they need to build and you know i worked on like the financial model and forecast and uh capacity monitoring like what would that look like for them a few years down the line so this was really my first exposure to what the consulting process was and uh that was that really attracted me and the kind of impact that you were able to make for the client uh which is a local charleston business was just was just amazing to see at the end of it so i i decided that i want to support this club any way i can and uh, that's how I ended up doing this. And we're currently in the process of accepting applications from first year. So they would apply and you would typically get selected and then you kick off the actual consulting process uh, in the winter term. So starting January or February. Do you have a sense of what the projects might be or are you still gathering those? We're still we're still in the process of gathering those and scoping those out. But there's some really exciting new businesses uh, that we're hoping to bring on board. So uh, watch out for that. All right. Are there other things from your second year experience you would want to highlight here? Um, anything that, that you're looking forward to in particular? Um, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, lived in a big city most of my life. And um, Charlottesville is an amazing launch pad for exploring the great outdoors. Uh, I did a bit of that the last year. I joined the Darden Outdoors Club, went on a few different trips and hikes but this year i really hope to make the most of that we have a darden outdoor club rafting trip that's coming up uh, which i'm really excited to be on but just really enjoying you know the central virginia lifestyle uh blue ridge mountains shenandoah national park those are the things that i'm really looking forward to and as a second year student you're currently in electives how did you go about thinking about the courses that you wanted to take choosing your electives yeah, absolutely. And uh, that was uh, that was a quite an interesting process because you bid for those electives. So you really have to be mindful of where you want to spend your bid points. Um, I'm in a, a couple of really exciting classes this quarter. I was interested in understanding how, you know, the private markets function. So private equity and entrepreneurial finance uh, by Professor Elena. That's that's one that I'm really excited about this quarter. But uh, what I really solved for was two things. One was the content that I wanted to pursue, uh, which I saw was like things that I wanted to do before I exit Darden because there are things I might not be able to ever explore, you know, starting regular nine to five-ish life. Uh, so there's things like that. And the other one is solving for the professor that I really wanted to get to know a little bit better. So the, those are the two things I kept in mind as I was choosing these electives. And I'm... Glad to say, at least in the first two quarters, Brad, I've done pretty okay with my points. So I got all the classes I wanted. So I'm really excited and looking forward to those. Uh, you mentioned the entrepreneurial finance classes. Is there another class that you're taking right now that you really enjoyed? I think people always just enjoy these kinds of stories of, oh, I'm in this class. This is what we're doing in this class. Yeah. Uh, another one that, and this is quite a unique class because it's a two-quarter class uh, by Professor Scott Miller. Uh, it's called Financial Crises and Civic Reaction. 
So we basically started in the 1720s looking at, you know, how central banks came to be, how paper currency came to be, and really understanding these events in history from both a finance history and economics lens. And really like moving along the times, like we're somewhere in the 1800s now, and we hope to reach maybe 2008, 2020 by the end of Q2. So this is a really, really cool class, which, like I said, is not something that I would normally take outside of Darden. Are you a history person? Are you someone that has always enjoyed uh, learning about history? I am surprisingly not. Um, so this is me sort of trying to push myself out of my comfort zone a little bit. And I'm glad to say so far, it's been absolutely amazing. I really enjoy the readings um, and the classroom discussions are like super engaging. Uh, we had a simulation just, just a couple of days ago where we simulated an asset price bubble, um, basically crashed our internal stock market, which did not go well for some people, including me. What is the point of that particular simulation within the class? I mean, that sounds super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, um, so that was part of a broader simulation that we did, but basically it was around like what drives human behavior. So understanding that even after we read about these things, we see these things in daily life and see seen these happen in the real world so many times, human behavior still drives you towards um, certain patterns and, you know, asset price bubbles and crunches after that are sort of one of those patterns. All right, Sid. Well, uh, are there uh, any pieces of advice, anything you would want to share with our prospective student listeners as they think about their their own MBA journeys? Yeah, absolutely. I really benefited from uh, hearing from a lot of people. So the first thing I would say is that reach out to people uh, that you know you share something in common with, have some common background, uh, or are doing something that you're very interested in. Uh, there are a lot of demands on Darden students' times, but I'm pretty sure you might get a, a pretty overwhelmingly large percentage of people write back to you and make sure to make time for you. So that's one thing. And the other thing is really focusing inward as well. Like really think about what you want from this program, what you want from these two years of your of your life, in fact. And that will make it a lot easier to answer any questions that you may have, uh, you know, even after you're admitted, whether this is the right choice for you right now or in terms of schools or any other way. I did both of these things and I was really glad that I did them because that just allowed me to really make the most of my entire Darden experience. Are you someone who's always been uh, inwardly focused that sort of self-reflection, is that something you have always done or something that you incorporated for this process in particular? This process in particular, actually, I did not think of myself as you know a very, um, inwardly focused individual, but uh, when I was applying, I was encouraged to do that. And that sort of stayed with me because now, like I said, I was able to use that in the first year. I was able to use that when I was, you know, working at my internship over the summer. And so that made me realize the value of self-reflection and looking inward and really thinking about what you want and what's going to make you happy. Well, Sid, anything else you'd like to share here uh, for our podcast listeners? Anything else uh, that you'd like to highlight? Um, yeah, I mean, Darden's an amazing place. Uh, I am in a very bittersweet part of my experience where I realized that I'm going to graduate less than a year from now. So, um, 
absolutely like if you end up coming to darden uh cherish your time here because you will probably never have this kind of a in your life again so uh that's all i'm gonna say and thank you so much brett for having me yeah thank you Sid, for coming on the podcast and, and sharing your story and, and good luck uh with your work with consultant club and the community community consultants of darden uh this year look forward to hearing more about your projects yeah thank you so much brett have a good one and that was my interview with Sid Parikh, a second-year student in our full-time MBA class of 2024. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. You can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.